0: It's Friday, December 6th. Welcome to Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. Today, Samoa is grappling with a massive outbreak of the measles. We'll explain how outbreaks like this get started in the first place and why the national emergency on this tiny Pacific island nation has global reach. Then Uber has dropped its new safety report. We'll tell you what you need to know and what it could mean for the ride-sharing industry as a whole. And finally, we found the real-life Charlie Brown Christmas tree. We're here to make your evening smarter. Let's skim this. The most complicated story today is playing out in the Pacific Island nation of Samoa. Daily life there has slowed to a halt. And not because people are enjoying the beach. It's because of an outbreak of measles, that so far killed more than 60 people and made thousands sick. Most of them are children younger than four. So today we're gonna get into what's going on in Samoa, how authorities are responding, and why public health officials say what's playing out in Samoa should serve as a warning to the world. But first, let's talk about the measles, which is a highly contagious disease. Measles often starts with fever, coughing, and a rash but it can also cause a number of dangerous complications. One in 20 kids who get measles develop pneumonia, which, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, is the most common cause of death from measles in young children. For some kids, measles can cause brain swelling, which can lead to hearing loss or intellectual disabilities. So measles is a serious disease. Luckily, there's a vaccine. You may not see measles written out on your medical records, but that's because it's usually treated at the same time as mumps and rubella, in what's known as the MMR vaccine. You probably got a dose just after your first birthday and a second dose around kindergarten. After that, you're usually immune and don't need any more MMR vaccines in adulthood. And once the vast majority of the population has done that, everyone, including people who can't receive vaccines, is protected. That's called herd immunity which usually requires around 95% of the population to be vaccinated. You may have heard, measles has been a problem recently in the U.S. too. There have been about 1,300 reported cases of measles just this year. Most of those cases are from measles outbreaks in New York, specifically in ultra-Orthodox Jewish communities, in part because people were using religious exemptions to avoid vaccinating their kids. That doesn't seem to be the issue in Samoa, but what the two situations do have in common is that vaccination rates have dropped below the levels needed for herd immunity, which makes it easier for the disease to spread. Samoa's vaccination rate had already been going down for several years when a big scandal hit the island nation last year. Two nurses who were administering shots accidentally mixed the measles vaccine with a muscle relaxant, and two babies who got the vaccine died. That accident caused what's been described as a crisis of confidence, as people lost faith in Samoa's health system and started to fear vaccines. And even though the nurses went to jail and were reportedly forgiven by the parents of the children who died, vaccination rates in Samoa have plummeted even further to just over 30%. You might be able to guess what happened next, a measles outbreak. Samoa is pretty small. Only about 200,000 people live there. And according to the latest data, more than 4,300 people have gotten sick since this outbreak started. More than 60 have died. Last month, Samoa's government declared a state of emergency over the outbreak and said everyone had to get vaccinated, no ifs, ands, or buts. The Red Cross, UNICEF, and several foreign countries have also sent aid and teams of doctors to help. Even the Lieutenant Governor of Hawaii, who's a doctor, is there helping. This week, the government of Samoa took an even more dramatic step, It ordered people to stay home for two days straight and said, if you still need the vaccine, put a red flag outside your door and we'll come to you for free. Yesterday, more than 17,000 people across the country got the vaccine. An additional 3,000 were reportedly vaccinated today. Meanwhile, people are still getting sick. Samos hospitals are filled with sick patients, including lots of kids with pneumonia. An official with the World Health Organization who's on the ground helping in Samoa told one outlet that one hospital had become, quote, essentially one giant pediatric measles ward. But Samoa's government is coming up against another foe, anti-vaxxers, people who say vaccines aren't necessary or could even be dangerous. Yesterday, the government took a big step and actually arrested a prominent anti-vaxxer named Edwin Tomasesse. He'd been posting on social media that Samoans didn't need a measles vaccine, but instead a traditional medicine of papaya leaves or just plain old vitamins. So the Samoan government arrested him on charges of incitement against a government order. He now faces two years in jail. If that sounds like an extreme reaction, Samoa's communications minister, Rico Tupai, told a New Zealand TV station this week that the stakes of not acting were even higher. We have children that are passed away, only uh, having hospital as the last option, but only that we find out it's the message of anti-vaxxers that's got to these families that have kept the kids in the homes. And it's not just coming from inside the country. Social media in Samoa has been flooded with messages from anti-vaxxers coming from thousands of miles away in the U.S. Tupai called on all anti-vaxxers, regardless of where they are, to stop. Don't be in the way of you know, Don't be contributing to the deaths and the numbers rising, people passing away. So what's the skim? Public health experts around the world this week are pointing to the measles outbreak on the island nation of Samoa and saying, if you want proof of what can happen when vaccination rates drop, here you go. For some diseases, more than 90% of people need to be vaccinated to ensure that those who aren't vaccinated are still safe from the disease. But when that vaccination rate drops, as it did in Samoa, outbreaks of diseases like measles can spread quickly with grave consequences. For now, many of Samoa's neighbors in the Pacific have much higher vaccination rates, and a top health official in nearby American Samoa, which is a U.S. territory, thinks that's at least stopped Samoa's outbreak from spreading. And even though Samoa's government is taking steps to try to stop the outbreak, the challenges it's facing, including from anti-vaccine activists around the world, show just how hard it can be to stop this disease from spreading. Coming up, a new report by Uber could be driving some changes in the rideshare industry. That's next. Hello, your friends from Skim HQ here. It's the most wonderful time of the year, and also the busiest. We asked, and Skimmers told us they spend an average of 20 hours every winter prepping for the holidays. So we found a way to save you all some time. Introducing Celebrate Smarter Shop with our presenting sponsor, Batiste. We've skimmed the holidays and curated all the best products for you to give, host, up your travel game, and just de-stress smarter. Shop online today at shop.theskim.com. That's shop.theskim.com. Start shopping. If you've ever used your phone to order yourself a ride home, A new report from Uber might have you doing a double take. For the first time, the biggest ride-sharing company in the world released a safety report. The report analyzed all Uber rides in the U.S. this year, and specifically how many reported sexual assaults or deaths took place during those rides. Yeah, it's heavy. Uber says that in 2018, there were 3,045 reports of sexual assaults that occurred during an Uber ride, ranging from unwanted touching and kissing to rape. Nine people were murdered and 58 were killed in car crashes. But it's not just passengers whose safety was at risk. Drivers made up about half of the victims of some categories of assault. To be clear, when you look at all 1.3 billion rides that took place in the U.S. last year, these unsafe incidents only happened 0.0003% of the time. But one reason Uber is talking about this now is because the company has come under fire for safety concerns. Users have said that Uber doesn't do enough to screen drivers, and lawmakers have demanded info on how the company handles safety. Not to mention the fact that Uber's founder, Travis Kalanick, resigned under pressure in 2017 after reports of sexual harassment and discrimination in the company culture. So by releasing these numbers, Uber hopes to prove that it's serious about user safety. Uber CEO Dara Khosrowshahi tweeted yesterday, quote, Our work will never be done, but we take an important step forward today. Since 2017, when Khosrowshahi took over, the company's made a lot of changes. Uber's safety team has tripled in size. The company also says it's up background checks and screenings for drivers and that its added safety features like an emergency call button as well as tracking to detect if drivers are speeding or taking long, unexpected stops. We should say, Uber's not the only company that's come under scrutiny for this kind of thing. This week, 20 women sued another big rideshare company, Lyft, saying that the company failed to take measures that could have prevented sexual assaults they experienced by their drivers. They also claim Lyft played down their assaults after they reported them. For the record, Lyft says it's planning to release a similar safety report. So Uber's new report could be setting a new precedent. To be clear, Uber's report doesn't cover the whole story. It only covers incidents that took place in the US. Uber didn't release any info on safety incidents across the 65 other countries where it operates. And there have been a lot of reported crimes, including murders and sexual assaults in places like India and Brazil. But advocates in the US like the National Network to End Domestic Violence and the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network are giving Uber kudos. They say this report could encourage more victims to step forward and seek justice. Speaking of startups in the gig economy trying to solve problems, Airbnb is also making news today. Last month, we told you about an unauthorized house party at an Airbnb that turned deadly. Five people were killed in a shooting there. So the property rental company put a special response team together to figure out how they would prevent these so-called party houses. And yesterday, the company quietly announced a new policy. Airbnb is now banning open invite parties. That means you can't advertise parties on social media and wait to see who shows up. The company will give users a warning for their first violation, If users do it again, Airbnb might suspend or remove the user's account. And the company's setting up a hotline for city officials who have any questions about the new policies. One expert says the new move could have another impact. It may help Airbnb protect itself from future lawsuits if another party goes wrong, since Airbnb is now saying, we're cracking down and we're serious. So there've been reports of bad behavior under the watch of Uber and Airbnb. But now both companies are saying, we're working on fixing it. Whether the new safety procedures will actually prevent more crimes from being committed is still TBD. Before we go today, we've got a fun fact coming to you from Trafalgar Square. You probably know about the Rockefeller Christmas tree in New York. Big, luscious tree, lots of lights. Well, across the pond, London gets its own tree every year. But this year, the tree is being mercilessly mocked for looking a bit sparse, maybe even ugly. But London's tree is actually a symbol of something really beautiful. It's been an annual gift from Norway since 1947. It's their way to say thanks to Britain for giving refuge to Norway's king during World War II. So even though some are mocking the tree for looking like it's quote, losing its hair, Just remember that this tree represents a long-standing, beautiful bilateral friendship. And that's all for Skim This. Thanks so much for listening this week, and don't forget to subscribe and rate and review us online. A lot of news happens over the weekend, so to catch up first thing on Monday, sign up for our morning newsletter, The Daily Skim. It's everything you need to know to start your day right in your inbox. You can sign up at theskim.com.